live from Columbus. It's the Zone of Truth. This week on the show, Griff and I are raising funds for the charity Speak for the Unspoken. We'll be trying Urban Artifacts Trick or Treat Seltzer line, celebrating Haley and mine's shared birthday, announcing some exciting new HLP content, and of course, answering some listener questions. I'm your host, Steve, in the studio with your GM and my co-host, Griffin. Roll a will save. You're in the zone of truth. And we're live. We're live, baby. Oh, on Twitch my this God. Time. On Twitch? Who does, Who does that? Who does that? Live streamers or something? Yeah, I guess. People that stream things live? Actually, uh, we did this about, about a, a year, year and a half ago. Year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're back. We're doing another charity stream. It's been a minute, but we thought October is the right time for us to do a charity live stream because you know what? We always call October... HLP month. And then when we looked at the calendar and saw that the day that we were supposed to do our regular live zone of truth, that fell on Haley's 29th birthday and my very, very special 30th birthday. And you said uh, you only turned 30 once. Do you want to devote your evening to producing content? And I was like, well, am I going to do anything better? No. So here real, we are. I'm a real taskmaster over here. Yeah, just we're, forcing you guys to work on your birthday. Sure, we are turning into it, it into content. That being said, I think we're doing it in the right way. We are celebrating a fantastic charity tonight. And we have so much to talk about. We have cool HLP announcements. Boy, this is going to be a good one. At least I think it's going to be. God, I hope it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I mean, I hope we make it to the end. <laughs> just no guarantee of that uh if last so the truth live charity event is any indication it's gonna be an uphill battle yeah so just remember mm -hmm. you know per the twitch tos yes any drinking we do is strictly celebratory yes it's celebratory of mm -hmm. uh you know what a fun evening we're having and how gracious our friends the listeners are uh, yes. it is by no means a reaction to a donation. Amount, no, right? no, that would be that would be that'd be uncouth be and obscene. Yeah. And against TOS. And something that the HLP Ethics and Compliance Department would never sign off on. So no. that being said, uh we did have an early donation we did. Uh, from from my friend Karen. We had several early donations, but hers was the first and she did I kind of said, mm -hmm. "Hey, is there anything in particular you'd be interested in us celebrating with at the beginning of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she told me, why don't you guys each take a shot of something that you enjoy? She prefaced it as not a full shot because in her ever caring heart, mm -hmm. she cares about our livers. Okay. But I don't. Sure. So I, th I think we should just, you know, celebrate a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate the full 1.5 ounces of this shot glass. What are you shooting tonight, Griff? Uh, I'm going for screwball because I don't want to gag in front of the fans. I mean, some of the fans would be really into that. But uh, as for myself, I will be, of course, taking a shot of Jepson's Malort. She did specify take a shot of your favorite liquor, so I gotta. Uh, I, I turned that into take a shot of the easiest shooter. I already spilled. I will say someone did recommend you guys could share a shot with two straws. Uh, I believe that's Rez. Right. Share a shot. Yeah, All right. Could share a shot. Calm down. <laughs> Chat getting thirsty already. 
Steve, how are your COVID tests? Um, I'm still in my 90-day window oh, since I got COVID in Cleveland when we went to go see uh, Beartooth, Ghost Inside. So we can lady in the tramp a shot and it'll be okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Well, cheers, brother. This cheers, is going to be a very exciting event. Uh, here we go. <sighs> All right. Tasteful. Decadent, maybe, some might say. Yeah. A real treat, I would call a shot in Malort to start off a uh, big old celebratory charity stream. So we need to talk about how we're going to be celebrating tonight, how people can donate. We're going to be talking about the cause. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about these really cool announcements that we have, taking a whole bunch of questions about them and really anything that you want to ask us in the next hour and a half or so. But first, how you been, man? I've been doing good. Yeah? Doing well, I guess. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I got to go. You, you all came with yeah. me to go home and see my family <laughs> and uh, go to the 25th year of the Kenneth Brew Fest. Uh, oh, my God. Just so much fun. And uh, we saw our friend Robin there. Um, Shout out, Robin. And the beers were so good. I feel like it was maybe our most successful year. The weather was great. Mm -hmm. I mean, the weather was great for me in that it was cloud coverage, about 60. I wasn't sweating. Sure. And I, I just felt like the variety of beers was there. Wasn't so lopsided to a specific style. We've definitely had those years yeah. where it's like every connoisseur tent has a stout or every connoisseur tent has an IPA. There was a great variety this year. Yeah, and they, my brother was able to make yeah, it Yeah, your out. brother made it. That Long was really time fun. overdue. So, uh, yeah, kudos to, I mean, he won't listen to this, but kudos to no, my- No, he does. No, no, my dad. Oh, I was gonna okay. say, <laughs> was gonna say kudos to my dad for putting together a uh, a really kick-ass brew fest yeah. this past year. Um, and we'll probably talk about this more on Malevolence, but we went to the Malevolence house that I talked about yeah. in the second episode. That was wild. Man, right, yeah, man. We, I, we're going to have to deep dive that on the next yeah. Malevolence episode. But yeah, you, myself, uh, Chris, went after a day of beer festing it's like 11 p.m. and we're like we're gonna go to the malevolence house so we were tramping through the woods and i took him to a graveyard deep yep. in the woods it was like we hopped fences it was wild it was some, got very lost some 30 year old um, shouldn't be doing <laughs> no no good thing i did it when i was 29 yeah good thing i'm, uh, not, I'm not quite there yet yeah so then i don't know came back from uh, philadelphia and last night the three of us me you and Haley, went to go see one of my favorite bands in the world of course that is the wonder years they were touring their new album the hum goes on forever they were here in columbus and uh this was the eighth time i've seen them let me tell you they they blew the lid off it they came out to their brand new song low tide and like even though the song's only been out for a week or so like the whole crowd was going nuts i just knew right away it was going to be a great show i leaned over to you like within the first song or two and i was like yep i'm gonna get emotional and, <laughs> yeah i cried like four times but it was good time you know it was a lot of well fun, so it was kind of kismic because it you know they they played rainy and kyoto mm -hmm. which is not a new song but it's a song that you and i have been listening to forever and is a you know one one of the key songs that inspires Vec on Bestow Curse as Absolutely. well. So it was like it was very nice to hear that. I wasn't you know you were telling me and I was telling you <laughs> like I didn't know they play that. Yeah, I was excited to hear it. And they played a lot of their old hits. Yeah, uh, even though you know their new album's pretty well received, but mm -hmm. um, they always do a good job of really playing a good variety through their catalog. I won't name names here, but we've definitely seen bands that's like 
you go to see them and you're like, wait, they put out an album called this because they didn't play any songs off that album. What the hell? They do a really good job of playing a good variety of stuff, playing a lot of their hits, as well as some of like their lesser known songs for the like Uber fans like myself. So to see them last night was fantastic. I slept in this morning and uh, yet am still very tired. I guess that's what turning 30 does to a man. So what do you think, Griff? Should we just get into this some bitch? Yeah, let's get into it because uh, apparently donations are already flying in. Uh, Haley just showed me a number that staggered me. And uh, and we should really get into like what <laughs> yeah like, what happens when you donate because you guys are jumping the gun on us and uh, <laughs> we can't like get you to to text Haley and tell her what you want. Okay, so very quick overview of who we are raising funds for because that's what's important, right? We are raising funds for a very very special charity, one that's very close to all of our hearts over here at the HLP called Speak for the Unspoken. They are a pet rescue located in the central Ohio area. They are a small foster-based rescue, so no shelters, devoted to animal rescue and specializing in special needs rescue and education. Since they're a foster-based rescue, all of the animals in their program are cared for in a loving home, including medical bills, food, microchips and preventative care, which these very special animals need a lot of because they have special needs. If you want to learn more about the organization before you throw some cash at them, you can check out speakforthunspoken.com or you can visit them on social media. They have they seem to have a presence pretty much on every platform. I know, Haley, you are mic'd up. Griff, obviously, as well. You've been speaking quite a bit. You all have actually adopted a pet from Speak for the Unspoken. So if you'd like to chat on that for just a moment, that would be great. Give a little testimonial that they actually do good work. Sure, yeah. So one of Speak for the Unspoken's goals is to rescue animals that otherwise wouldn't make it in a traditional shelter setting. A lot of the animals that Speak for the Unspoken cares for fosters and uh, eventually finds families are not traditionally adoptable animals. They're deaf, they have vision impairment or are blind. They, uh, you know, many of them are disabled in other ways, have, you know, either brain issues or bodily issues. And they go to pretty great lengths to save those animals from kill shelters. Many times we've seen the posts, it's like, hey, who can, can anyone, uh, you know, volunteer to be part of a caravan. We're moving a dog up from Texas who's going to be euthanized in this kill shelter. We want to foster them up in Ohio. So we're going to we're going to get five volunteers that are each going to do a leg of the trip. <laughs> uh, and they, they do crazy long length stuff like that just to, you know, save one dog. And for us, our dog Finn is we adopted him through Speak for the Unspoken. Uh, what I can say for that process is that it was very very thorough they really care about these animals and they pretty much <laughs> vet entirely a, a prospective pet parent so you know every reference we gave got called by them you know they came out and saw the house and saw the yard and made mm-hmm. sure that finn would be a good fit for us but one of the great things about that is their fosters kind of have the capacity to bring the dogs to families to see if they're a good fit so finn I think he was about six months old when we adopted him. 
the uh, his foster family actually brought him over. We spent like two hours at the house, you know, seeing if he'd be okay with the cats, seeing if he and Marcy got along, like letting him play in the yard and that kind of thing. And, you know, our, our dog Finn is deaf. He's visually impaired and he has some brain issues. His brain isn't fully developed. He was actually diagnosed as having too smooth of a brain. Yeah. Like, so. quite literally, they called me and said he doesn't have enough wrinkles. Um. <laughs> he's low on the wrinkles. He, he, you know, he's he's running on, like, one gig of RAM. Which means he also has um, epilepsy, which is caused by that. So lots of, you know, monthly medications, daily medications. Yeah. But, you know, a dog like him would have been put down by a traditional shelter. And or, obviously... Or dumped off on a family that... I, I say that, like, you know... Put a, put like given to a family that, that couldn't couldn't care it. for it or didn't understand the full needs of the animal. Right. But they they did their homework and mm-hmm. their due diligence. Yeah. So. And he uh, is now the happiest dog yeah, ever. He, I just he's, thriving. That. <laughs> he's thriving. He's uh, thriving. You know, pretty much every animal that goes through speak is thriving because they take great pains to make sure that they do. And they have. I mean, we've been to speak events with Finn. Like they'll. They get a farm, make sure it's like perfectly fenced off and they let you bring all, you know, it's like 40 special needs dogs running through a field and it, oh, it's, it's really fun. Uh, I know this sounds sad, but it is also very funny to watch multiple blind dogs all run at the fastest speed they can and somehow not run into one another. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So um, I can't speak highly enough for them. I'm really glad we're this time there who we're supporting because we wouldn't have Finn otherwise you know he uh, he was found you know in, in the street like not really responding to people because he is deaf um, Lord knows how he survived six months I don't because he's the goofiest thing in the world but you know they picked him up and they took care of him and they you know they, they'll you know spare neuter the animals as well and uh, a lot a lot of what speak does is kind of revolves around I'd call it kind of the bad side of breeding. Mm. So Speak for the Unspoken deals a lot with uh, double merle animals. For the listeners, if you don't know, certain breeds of dogs have what's called a merle coat, which is like this really pretty, like mottled color, uh, like grays and blacks, and it's like dappled. And it's really desirable because it's really pretty. And a lot of breeders just breed merle animals to other merle animals to try and guarantee that they're going to have valuable puppies. And what happens in that scenario is sometimes sometimes you get what's called a double merle. When a merle animal is bred with another merle animal, it creates, in some cases, an animal that doesn't have enough pigment in its fur, which then leads to other developmental issues. So like a dog that doesn't have certain pigments in its ears will go deaf mm. because it doesn't develop that way. Otherwise, other issues, you know, stem around the eyes. So a lot of the animals that speak has are like really pretty all white Australian shepherds that are deaf and blind Yeah, uh, because of that. They do fantastic work. I believe Haley's been posting in the chat some links where you can donate directly to the organization or get items for their Amazon wish list. Is there anywhere else that folks can donate or anything that you want me to call out, Haley? That's it. The donate rate on the website's the kind of best way to go about that. Go ahead and just send me a screenshot of your donation and quantity and uh, we'll get we'll get it going. That's Yeah. It. I will right. say unfortunately they're a really small org and so they don't have like that Twitch integration. <laughs> uh, so they're we're going to kind of 
going to do this the old-fashioned way and, you know, have you guys send screenshots in. And I think we should tell them what they get when they donate, right? I guess so. We probably should do yeah, that. Yeah, you got to do, do that, that because right. people both want what they have asked for. We're getting there. <laughs> and, and this is exactly where that's going to start kicking off. So... What happens if I'm someone who's donating to speak for the unspoken tonight? Well, we got two things to keep track of here, folks. We have things that happen when people donate in especially generous amounts. And then we have things that are going to happen when we reach certain tiers or levels of donation. So right away, the static goals, donations in increments or in excess of $69 you well, know. I'm going to be uh, popping a button off on this shirt. And when I run out of buttons, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, if you donate in increments or excess of $100, the person who donates gets to pick either Griff or myself to finish a particular one of the seltzers that we're about to try. Now, that's going to be very important because some of the seltzers are not good. But that being said, we're trying to be humane to each other. So we've got 12 seltzers. Neither of us are going above six, at least for now. So yeah, don't, we're going to split it down the middle. Yeah, so don't drop, it, a, more, don't drop a grand and tell me to finish 10 beers. Right, like, it's it, not going to happen. It, this, this one's more, if we get a flavor that's particularly bad or particularly good, you mm-hmm. can decide who it, who has to finish it. Um, yes. Okay. So. We also have these tiers that we're going to hit, many of which we actually have hit already because of the phenomenally generous early donations that people have been submitting already. So tonight, as we reach certain goals, Griff and I are going to be revealing information on an exciting new HLP project. Griff, how about you take this? Tell them what we're going to be revealing the details around. Well, what we're talking about is what comes next on the Patreon feed. So what is after malevolence and what i will tell you is that we're switching to something different so it's not going to be your traditional linked legacy going forward Mm -hmm. we're running a new adventure path we are a full-blown ass adventure path but i do know there are some huge fans of linked legacy out there so they're probably pretty upset that that show's getting canceled right Oh, they must be, especially after last night. I reassured them that that wasn't going to happen. Well, that was just in the Discord. We don't have all these lovely people live. Tell them what's happening to Link Legacy. So it's not going away. It's it's changing formats. And as maybe part of tonight, we might Mm -hmm. find out what that format is. Okay. So we have tears that were set a while ago and uh, we've blown (laughs) through. Maybe an error. (laughs) Yeah, big mistake. We've blown through most of those tiers. I'm going to run through them all now and we're going to start tasting seltzers. Sure. As we do, we're going to start talking about what the things that have already been unlocked by these generous donations have, uh, have, have revealed or forced us to reveal. So, at $200, we are planning on revealing what the system we're going to be playing is for the new adventure. I think we that's got that off something. the first donation, but... I think so. <laughs> then at $400, we were planning on revealing the GM. $600, who are going to be the players in that. $800, we were going to announce the adventure path that we are going to play. At $1,000, the cover art for the show, so that's the little... Uh, We'll, we'll picture that pops up in your RSS feed, as well as something very special that we're doing to splice up the adventure path in a different way that hasn't been done before. Uh, and we were also going to drop the theme song that we picked for the adventure. 
at $1,500. Well, I guess this might tip what happens at the $600 tier, but you've already blown past that. So Griff and myself are gonna reveal something very special about what we're doing involved in the show. And then at $2,000, which I think is the only goal that we have not hit tonight. Yeah, what the hell, guys? This is far too generous, but thank you. If, yes. uh, if we count the company match, we have hit it. Oh my God, fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Absolutely fucking phenomenal. We're going we're gonna to tell you what the future of Length Legacy is. So a little bit of a twofer tonight. So uh, it sounds like we're already past the $1,500. You know what? Add one in. If we get to $2,500, i will tell you what we're playing for that. Okay, but how about uh, we'll do you one better? We talked about what I might be doing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Who who I'm gonna be doing on that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can okay. reveal that too. Twenty five hundred dollars. I got a little extra bonus for you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we gotta make a we gotta make some kind of goal. Yeah. For people to strive for. I know. As I report numbers, should I be including company matches or not if they exist? Um, I think let's go. Clean of company matches, and then if we don't hit something, maybe that'll get us there. It'll be the bonus. Yeah, All right, yeah. Fine if, with if, that. You guys, if you guys tend to have charitable companies and do this donation through your company that that also matches, you know, we, we recognize that that's also a choice you're making that is, you know, giving speak extra money. Sweet. All right, Griff. How about you grab us a couple seltzers All or right. just a handful of them? And I'm going to tell them what we're drinking tonight. Urban Artifacts Trick or Treat Hard Seltzers. Are you brave enough to take the plunge and see what mysterious flavors lie in wait? Each Trick or Treat Hard Seltzer six-pack contains six mystery flavors, all featuring exclusive cryptid designs and featuring both two tricks and four treats. Pick some up and see what horrors awake you, or awaits you. 5% ABV. These are unmarked, complete mysteries. What does that mean? There has been no flavor roster announced. Flavors differ in between packs, differ between can art, differ between beverage color. There is no way to tell what flavor is in these drinks. And we say there's four treats and two tricks. That means this is Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans situation. A treat could be a pineapple seltzer or a mango or watermelon, who knows? A trick could be yard waste or toothpaste or something foul. We have no idea what's in these cans. So we're gonna have some fun tonight. And please, 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 Twitch chat, light us up with your comments, questions. <laughs> as we do this, as we do uh, these announcements, we want to be answering listener questions. And I have a question. Haley, how many buttons do I got to pop off this shirt before we get started? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Cor Corey demanded three. All right. Three off the pop. Let's go. <laughs> Loosen up my buttons, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Haley, right. how, do, how do you want the donators to be telling you this stuff? Is it through the Twitch chat or do you want um, If your name matches the name that I would know your donation by, then go ahead and just throw it in the Twitch. Otherwise, send me a direct message. And if you want it secret, go ahead and send me a direct message then. <laughs> All right. We can't see the chat, so it doesn't, yeah. First seltzer. What system um, are we playing? Just, uh, just for clarification yep. though, um, that's just what one person demanded. Um, oh. So you did say, oh. you said if it's in excess of $69, correct? That's right. Um, okay, so you gotta take another one. Okay. And another one. Okay. And another one. That's all the buttons. Oh, and then one more. <laughs> Alright, that's the shirt entirely. <laughs> no, 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 you can keep your shirt on. I don't want to get Twitch TOS off I guess here. that's true. We don't, we don't want that. You so. can flash the crew if you want, but you're all not right. taking it all the way off. I'll take it off stream. after the stream. 
This can has the Jersey Devil on it. That's the cryptid. I'm going to pop this. Griff, how about while I do this, you tell them what system we're going to be playing in the adventure that takes place after Malevolence. Sure. In the adventure that takes place after Malevolence, we're going to be playing 2nd Edition. Pathfinder 2nd Edition. 2E, uh, baby. So another 2nd Edition game on the on the Patreon feed. You think you got tricked or treated? Don't don't tell me till after I get a sip. Steve, uh, there were some complaints that your microphone is in the way. Oh, God, get out of here. Uh, let's see what I can do while Griff's exploring that. Oh, okay, I got that. Mm-hmm. I know what that is. What cryptid do you have? It's a Jersey Devil. Is that like black licorice or something? No, no, no it's bubblegum. It's for sure bubblegum. Oh, all right. Two very different flavors. Can you, oh, can you drink whack. these, Haley? Do you want to try this one? Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. I'm definitely oh, yeah, that's bubble, like, it, yeah. It's, it's got a little bit of a fruit in there. That's a little whack. Uh, I would call that a trick, but I don't think it I is. I don't think it is. I think that's one of the treats. Uh-oh. That bodes poorly. You want to pop another one up open here? Yeah, why not? So we got the goat man on this one. I know they're not going to be able to see the can art that I show them, but No, no, they, they, they can see a little bit, it sounds it, like. Yeah. yeah. So the goat man, I don't know where the goat man's from, do you? I might say on the can... I would think. Oh, 1980s Kentucky. There you go. It says. It's hypnotic crook kept, or wait, what? <laughs> it's hypnotic cr- croon kept them frozen on the track. Oh, sorry. The, the, croon. Where the font's a little before? strange. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna give this one a taste. I'll give it, ooh, okay, I know what this is. <laughs> These are going to be tough. Dude, I can smell this already. Yeah, yeah I Fucking knew it from the smell. Christ. Can I smell it? Absolutely, you can. Uh, let's let's give Steve a second here. We might want to keep like Ooh. a running tally of which one's which. So is that like we, fucking butterscotch or something? Maybe it's like maple syrup. Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely maple syrup. You're right. Whoa! Wow! Right. That's, that smells like pungent. syrup in a can. Strong stank. Oh boy. Okay, that's two down. All right. So what we got? We got a. Jersey Devil is what? Bubble gum. Mm-hmm. On the first Jersey Devil, we got uh, maple, maple syrup. syrup on the Goat Man. If those are supposed to be the, the treats, man, we're fucked. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it's hey, it's going to be a long night. We, we blew past all of these goals. $400 we were planning on revealing the GM. So we're playing 2E. Who's going to be heading up that adventure, Griffin? My lovely fiance, Haley, yes. is going to be running that adventure. Uh, if you hadn't noticed, and I think some savvy Discord members have, that she's been, you know, running some 2E games for the listeners. She's been practicing her 2E stuff. So Haley's going to be running a full adventure. Yes. Haley, you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. I, I really, really do enjoy GMing. And I have not done a full any sort of adventure since Starfinder. Yeah. You all who are listening this know her is from... shivering my timbers right here. <laughs> Yeah, that's, fucking, that's, is that, it's fucking like wintergreen. I was going to say like root beer, but it's very heavy. Oh, you know what? It might be. It might be root beer. It's just the scent mm-hmm. that's throwing me off. Here's the thing. Like, we're just guessing. We could be wrong on these. It's we just absolutely could. could we really should have yeah. Emily in here. Uh, if she wasn't states away, yeah. we'd have her in. Uh, Slide that down to Haley. It smells wintergreen, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you try it, I think it is closer to like a root beer or maybe even a birch beer. Oof. That might be another treat. So uh, yeah, I'm really worried we haven't hit a trick yet. This is a fucking problem. <laughs> well, I, I have the other Mothman. Unfortunately, okay. I apologize. I had to combine both packs. That's into fine, the man. Cooler. That's fine. So I have the other Mothman. <laughs> I 
You need to stop laughing at us, okay? It's very rude to laugh at a performer. I'll tell you what, we're three deep. I'm dreading having to finish one of these. (laughs) Ooh, ooh, not a good look from a man over here. I don't know what that is. Emily did give us a response. Root beer has mint in it. Yeah, this one has a lot. (laughs) Did you think? I don't know what that is. What? I don't know what it is. It just gave me such a, like, weird taste off the rip that I... I truly I have can't no tell. idea. I can't tell what it is. It's this not one might good. be the butterscotch. It's not good. I'm just doubling down that there's butterscotch in here somewhere. Although it's way fucking sweet. But there's like a butterscotchy aftertaste. Oh, that smells horrible. Oh, that smells really bad. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> doing something to me I don't like. Oh, boy. I don't know, that one in particular, I'm not fond of. All right. Is oh, it, do, we have any, do we have any... Any takers on these four for uh, yeah, who needs yeah. to finish them based off of donations? And anybody? God, um, you're not sounding great. <laughs> no, I really didn't like that one. <laughs> Having a time. Um, Emily suggested maybe burnt marshmallow based on your guys' responses alone. Burnt marshmallow hmm. on what? Hmm. The last one that's confusing. Oh, well, I didn't have a response besides. Corey has given the first decree. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, All right, which one am I drinking? Maple syrup, one for Steve. All right, which one? Was that the second? Yeah, yeah, that's the goat, man. Okay. You know what? Honestly, all things considered, I would take this. That's fine. Yeah, maple syrup is okay. Oh, and sh- she's from Canada, so that's why. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, I do want to call in this like small break. I want to call out all the people who have donated so far. Oh, yes. Let's yes, do please. that. Yeah, please do. So, Karen, who I believe on here is Pixie something... But Karen has donated. Steve Geddes has donated. And he has, uh, his name also is just Steve Geddes on the yeah. <laughs> Twitch chat. Man of many names. They're all the same name. <laughs> you don't need to hide. Uh, Corey, and her name is Corey Marie on here, Demuth. And he is not going to be joining us, but he sent me in advance because he is in Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bipolar Poptart or Bippy, uh, he has donated. Nathaniel Arcado, he has do- donated. We've got Eric Tenlandums. And then also Jason, who's not in here and couldn't make it. We are currently at $1,777. Oh, my God. I mean, here's what I'll say before I celebrate too hard, as they say, (laughs) um, is that I am a single man with no pets and no significant others and nobody that I need to spend money on. So I buy everything that I want for myself. I'm not trying to say that I'm rich. I'm not. But it's just like... As I've gotten later in life, if I want something, I just get it for myself because I have disposable income that I'm not spending on other people. So like when Christmas or birthdays come around, like I don't really get excited for gifts like this, though, is getting me very excited. This is a good way to like celebrate my birthday by like actually like I don't 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 get me stuff. The people that have. Thank you so much. But like, yeah, donate to causes that you like and that make a difference because that'll just make me very happy and well, you all are making me very very happy i know you just said don't get gifts but before we hit the next four <laughs> oh god i got you and Haley surprise gifts oh christ because it's your birthday because you're 30 and she's 29 oh, god here we go all right he's taking his headphones off for people listening on the recording he's going somewhere in the room oh into the closet all right i'll vamp for a second about a third of the way through this maple syrup getting a little thicker as i go <laughs> So, <laughs> did these come with a warning to shake them or not to shake them? They're carbonated, not so. shake, I guess. But the uh, I don't know. I've I've mm. had a lot of ciders that say turn it upside down. 
Ooh, I mean, uh, I didn't see anything. So, maybe. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. I gotta, I gotta peek. I gotta peek. It's good. It's really good. So, as a group, we decided that we were all going to take Monday off mm -hmm. because we're spending their birthday doing this, which wasn't necessarily their, their choice. Um, <laughs> as Steve has said. And instead, we're doing something that is our choice. Tomorrow, we're all going to the Renaissance Fair. And I noticed at like the last time we went that nobody had a proper weapon. <laughs> oh, my God. At the Ren Fair. Remember how I said uh, I don't really care for physical gifts anymore? I lied. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Steve, oh, my Steve, that's God. For you. That's for you. Uh, this be, is a real ass sword. Be very careful with it. It is very sharp. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Steve, you're outside the camera. This is a full ass blade. <laughs> this is cool as shit. Yeah, so I thought you could uh, you could make it a part of your outfit tomorrow. Yes. Dude, thank you so much. I've never owned an actual sword. Yep. This it's, is uh, so fucking cool. It's a fucking sword, man. It's like it's it's kind of got like a Roman gladius thing. Yeah, it's, a little, it's like it's like a thicker it's up like top. Ladies, check out the handle because the yeah. handle is kind of what made me want to get it for you because I really love Ooh. the like the folded steel in that part and yeah. then it's like a bone handle. Let me hold this up for the for the camera here. Yeah, we've got a folded steel like crossbar here, and then this handle is wicked. This is so freaking cool, man. Oh man, this is. Uh, yeah, I like this a lot. <laughs> this is really good. Is it sharp? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's sharp. fucking sharp. Okay, I'm putting it back in the scabbard because I'm drinking. I'm celebrating. Hey, do you mind if I show this to the camera? I don't mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, oh, my God. I got Haley an axe. Some full-ass uh, axe. Well, well, it's an Eclipse-themed axe because the handle is a full raven. Uh, oh my god, it yeah, is. Yeah, it That's is. That's amazing. And, that handle's uh, incredible. And I just gotta I just gotta show off. Whoa. Oh my god. So the blade <laughs> is carbon etched with again a raven on the end of it. Had I any doubts before, which of course I didn't, but this definitely confirms you love her a lot. This blade is fucking awesome. Yeah, so I'm gonna pass it over to her to uh, check so out because pretty. yeah, she was wondering what I got in the mail for a while. <laughs> yeah, he showed me yours, and he's like, "I can't tell you anything else, though." <laughs> wow! Happy Damn. birthday, guys! Thank you. Shit! <laughs> can't wait to see what you do for forty. <laughs> Give me a rifle or something. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get your kid a sword. So far. You wow. Got me too many things this year. It's my love language. Gifts and making you work on your birthday. Well, I'm going to rock that at the Ren Fair tomorrow. Tell you what. Should I get a couple more out? Yeah, let's get a couple more out. And as you do so, uh, let's trade back and forth. The other bar that we cleared, $600. We were going to talk about who's playing in this campaign that Haley's going to be running in second edition. So let's go back and forth. I want to announce somebody. You can probably guess who I want to announce, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you playing in this? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I am also playing in this. But uh, 
who else is going to be filling out the roster? Let's get player number three. And Griffin, who's that going to be? It's going to be Chris, baby. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So yo, Chris is on my list. So Chris, uh, he's running Malevolence right now. He's played in so many games of ours on Bestow Curse. I really would struggle thinking that we would put a show out without him. I, I love Chris to death and can't wait to party with him after this. But the fourth person who's going to round out our party, that's right, it's gonna be a four person party, is someone that I am exceedingly excited for because this person is the person who got me into tabletop role-playing games, the person who taught me how to be a good role player, the person who is one of the best GMs I've ever had, one of my favorite players to share a table with. I cannot overhype this person enough. And actually you've heard a little bit of what he can bring to the table. The fourth player of this campaign is going to be, of anybody that I know here, uh, the, the person that I've known the longest, uh, person, one of my favorite human beings. Welcome to the show as a full-time cast member, Tim. You yeah, may, baby! You'll yes. remember him as a player on No Response from Deepmar. He played Dewey Zoifer, and he is going to round out our, our party. I truly could not be more excited. When he said that he was interested, we extended an invitation to him. That's when I knew that this was going to be something not just good, but really, really special because he is going to bring it. And I'm very, very excited to officially expand the HLP family to include another full-time cast member. The boys are back in town. That's right. We got another donation and another demand. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's the demand? Uh, Finder has required that Griffin drinks the root beer, in quotes. Hell yeah. <laughs> get him, Finder. I'll get him. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh. Okay, Griffin. You don't need to do that, man. You don't need <laughs> no to chuck that. No one asked for this. <sighs> I thought this would finish your drink, man. <laughs> I'm celebrating. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the chupacabra. I'm going to pop this. A little chup? Yeah. Um, I'm so worried. I don't think we've actually hit it. That might have been a bad one, but. I don't fucking know, man. Like, Ooh, I don't know if this smells is good. Like, it smells like cola on the, on I the think nose. This, I think this is supposed to be a good one, but this is oh, like yeah, it's, a, it's, it, it tastes like, like, like cola. Lime it's like, it's like a, no, it tastes like cola. I don't know. All right, let me get that. Tastes like a super cheap, like... RC Cola? Yeah, like an RC. Mm. I guess I wouldn't know. I don't drink Coke. All right, Chubacabra, apparently Cola. That's on the table. As Frankie would say, super! Uh, Emily has informed us that Cola is vanilla and citrus. There you go. I like her insights. This is great. This is great. Dude, we got fucked. (laughs) I can just tell by the smell. It's another fucking maple syrup, dude. (sighs) Damn it. Which one is this? Which one is this? Oh, it's, a, it's the other. It's a goat man from the other pack. So again, there's no guarantee that we will have all different ones either. It's just you won't have the same one in the same pack. I'm about to call this brewery and ask how they define a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what's a treat to you? Oh, what do you know? Yep. That's another maple syrup. Crazy. Okay. Are, are we keeping track of, th- of these flavors? Well, I was, and then you guys started putting them in weird locations. Okay, so we got to bring them as we drink them. So so the, the things that are still on the table are the bubblegum, the what-the-fuck Mothman, the uh, 
I think that the, the cola, chupacabra, and another maple syrup, oh, man. You want to hit the other chupacabra, bud? No. Chup it? <laughs> Give yes. a little chup? I mean, I mean we, chup? we chup must. There it is. Oof. This one's a little pink, it looks like, on that foam. I think I think while while you're doing that... Oh, this um, is some shit we've already tried. Is it another bubble gum? It's a hubba bubba? I'm sorry. I think this is another cola, man. That can't be. Oh, it can be. Did we fuck oh, it up? Can be. Did we fuck up? I think we got two of the same pack. Oh god. Oh no. What flavors haven't we? Ch- we definitely haven't had a whatever this is. This I'm, might be one of the. This I'm not, one I'm of not the pronouncing tricks. that. That's you. I'm not trying to pronounce that. The mapping guari from the Amazon. The sounds of its call shook the forest itself. While I crack into this one... Chris stated the manufacturer probably never expected someone to buy two packs. That's true. That's true. I would never go back for one willingly. We got to get Chris over here. Chris, I know you're like three houses away. We need you to come take care of some of these. (laughs) So I think while I'm trying this one, I think Haley should announce the adventure path. Yes, please. Oh, I can do that now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That was yeah, the, we blow past that goal. That was the next no, goal. No, I know. I just, I was waiting for you guys to tell me. We were planning on doing that at $800, which we achieved a couple days ago. So uh, <laughs> go for it. Um, It is. Oh, no. Oh, so we the, hit a trick. Oh, oh. Fuck, if we just hit a trick. What is that? <sighs> okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Do the adventure path, then we'll come back around to the trick, and I'll I'll take my sip. I'll wait till you're done. Okay. Yep. This is that's like a sash, dude. This tactic is called delaying. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the adventure path is going to be Iron Fang Invasion. Yes. It's going to be converted from one e to two e. I'm super excited about that. So uh, why do you want to do this? What like what about Iron Fang made you excited? It has so much in it. And I know it's one of those adventure paths that I think sometimes gets a little overlooked because everyone's like, oh, Hobgoblin War. There's Mm -hmm. much Hobgoblins. But like the amount of enemies, wow, there are just so many um, varieties. And I do like that. And I think that's fun. There is fey bullshit that gets involved. Let's be real. It's because of the fey bullshit. It's because of the fey bullshit. It's because of the fey bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's quite a bit of fey bullshit. I think it's also interesting. I usually enjoy fantasy books that have some sort of like war element in them. So that's exciting. And then fey bullshit. And also um, a lot of other things that are just uh, it's such a good variety. I will say eagle-eared listeners of the Zone of Truth probably have heard that Part of this group, much like when we played Carnival of Tears, have played through part of this adventure path. So long before we started the show, our good buddy Eric ran us through, I think, like part one of book one of this adventure path. And we got to wet our whistle a little bit, but we got busy with other stuff and we weren't able Dead to Sons. We ended, up, we ended up playing Dead Sons. Right. So we, we finished Dead Sons, but unfortunately that was just at the expense of Iron Fang. And that's just always been burning in like the back of our minds, like we gotta finish this thing so yeah we know like what happens in part one of book one of the adventure but the rest of it basically is not all of us either tim and chris don't oh that's true it i guess it's just just, you and me that that know the first part so and this one so i was trying to give out like hints that would make sense and i really realized i couldn't even do what is the level um, at the end of the adventure because it is oh, the it only away. one, the only one that ends at 18. 
Oh, interesting. Everything else is like 17 or 20. <laughs> okay. Well, that's very exciting. I hope you all are excited about that because we definitely are. And we do have a pretty unique spin on the adventure path that we're about to announce soon. But first, I got to see what's in this can. That's good because the chat did say stop delaying, Steve. Yeah, they're right. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Vomited backup fruit punch. Yeah, that's pretty damn close, actually. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty damn close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like barroom vomit after a couple of couple rum punches. Yeah, that is rum punch that got puked back up. That is... Pretty bad. Rough. I couldn't tell you what it's actually meant to be. Christ, man, if we were raiding these seltzers... Nothing. Uh, n- yeah, I mean... I mean, nothing doing, really. Most of these are Sesha pretty shit. Cl- yeah, Sesha clock. <laughs> well, we have four, four Seshas in the fridge in case we have some very generous donators. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, we hit 3k, we'll do the, um, the sesh chug. Sesh chug? Ugh. But, uh, I might throw up on it. On 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 <laughs> we can't do that. Well, we, well I'll, do it I'll do it. I'll do it if we get to 3k, but you know, I won't like it. I'll do anything hey, for charity. Um, we got another demand. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. What? It's not that. Okay. Chris has demanded that Steve finishes the drink of his choice. Okay. Did Chris donate? Yeah. I don't. Re- I don't remember which cans which. <laughs> you got bubble gum. Yep. You got. We didn't really know what this was, but it wasn't good. We got. I think this one's the maple syrup. I'm not doing another maple syrup. <laughs> it's not. It's the. It's the one we thought was was butterscotch, maybe. No, no, no this one's the cola. You have to cola. pick it and stick with it. That's the maple syrup. This one is. Well, I'm not doing fruit punch this, vomit, so yeah. I think I'm going to do bubble gum. Okay, fair enough. Oh, boy, we took nothing out of this can. Oh, no, this we, is we really bad time. <laughs> that one. Christ. Okay, well. We only have four more to try. <laughs> did Chris at least donate? He did? Yes. Okay, all right, just making sure. You already asked. I'm just making sure he's not pulling a fast Oh, no, we got me. two. We got Frogman. We, we didn't try any of the Frogman, Steve. Well, uh, these are completely We random. have another demand. Okay. Griffin has to do the can in the middle. If there's an even number. Nope, there's a can oh, in the middle. Can in the middle. Okay. That's maple syrup, I think. Yep, it is. Man, this is fucking bubble gum on a technicality. And Jesus that was Christ. from uh, Nathaniel, if I didn't say. Nathaniel, you my boy. <laughs> oh, God. Griffin, you don't need to chug. It's a finish. Your, it's a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell you how to celebrate. It's your birthday. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to celebrate by taking this sword that I got to the bar after this. <laughs> don't do that. We'll get arrested. Uh, Corey's disappointed. She was going to give Steve the other maple. That's it's hard to chug maple syrup. I'll tell you what. <sighs> I agree with Steve who said this doesn't sound like a celebration. This doesn't feel fair. <laughs> this doesn't feel uh, technically this feels really... I'm sorry, this is your 30th birthday, but like, I, yeah, it sucks. I couldn't have predicted that, like, even the good ones are gonna be pretty nuts. Listen, man, like, I had a nice long conversation with my brother this morning, and I was talking about how, uh, you know, when it's like that friend of yours, Griffin, is really bad for you, dude. You should, well, yeah, I mean, that, that came, of, of course, that came up, but uh, we were talking, like, you know, uh, 
uh, I've had a lot of conversations with people like, yeah, when you turn 30, just like weird stuff starts happening to your body. Like you just wake up and like you sleep wrong and this hurts and that hurts and that or whatever. And so, yeah, I woke up this morning and my neck hurt from headbanging at the one of your show. My ears were ringing and I was a little hungover and uh, my back hurt from fucking deadlifting. And I was like, yeah, I feel 30. Can't wait to drink seltzers tonight. And lo and behold, they'll fucking suck. Yeah. Here I what was we thinking you were going to tell me you got your first pube. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my pube. <laughs> still waiting. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got we had a Jersey Devil. Great. We'll see if it's the same, bud. Uh, I mean, that's what they call me. 99% devil, 1% angel. No, they're not the same. That's bubblegum. <laughs> For sure. Unless what you have is the Jersey Devil. They are the same. They're the same, but the, the packs are the same. So we're going to get absolutely yeah. brutalized here in the back oh, half. Christ. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get blown out in the back half, buddy. I, I, oh, no. I thought these were all supposed to be different. <laughs> so did I. No one Fuck expected they, they were by the reviews. Oh. By the reviews, they were different. The reviews were like, oh, I, this tastes like long clippings. Oh, this tastes like bubble gum. Like, yeah, I'll say Frogman. I don't think it's going to no, be. No, Frogman has only had shit reviews. Almost exclusively. I'm terrified. In fact, it's usually just the most atrocious. <laughs> Steve. All right, whatever this fucking shit is, just say something funny. Instead of saying something funny, Haley, do you want to flash the cover art for the show? <laughs> yeah. Do you have the capabilities of doing that? Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should. What the fuck is this? Uh, what is it called? What are we calling the new what show? The new show. Here Did it you is. Tell me to show it. I can have no, it. Show it. Buddy. They are oh so. It's called Speak with Plants. Speak we, with Plants, we, baby. We name all of our shows after actual Pathfinder spells. So uh, this is going to make sense soon. Yeah. Another Griffin cover art special. Um, yeah, we we got this. another demand. What's that? But it's not a normal one. Oh, no. And so I don't know if you're going to follow it. What's the demand? This man is that Kiss. Griffin wears the ears until Steve finishes the drink. No, it's well, it's just cumbersome to no, take so, off. So here, I, here I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll just undo a button. There we there go. go. We now, now well, what I will say is the ears are attached to my headphones. So while I do want to see Griffin wearing ears, it's just going to be a little bit of work. And maybe if we had like a ears on a headband, it would be a little easier. If you want to see me wearing ears, watch the next STF and friends. A little spoiler for you. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. You got one more viewer. We, yeah, in. that's what I thought. We broke 2,000, by the way. Son of a gun. All right. Well, we got to talk about that next. <laughs> Go ahead and try that, man. It's, I, I uh, it's, it's bad. It's probably the same as that one, right? It's Fruit Punch. Fruit Punch? Uh, like vomit. Fruit, huge fruit, fucking quotes on that. Like, uh, vomit, fruit punch. <laughs> like really bad oh, fruit Christ. Punch. Okay. <sighs> Who's uh, going to drink these? Where are the treats, for fuck's sake? Um, I haven't been treated once tonight. All right, so at a thousand dollars, we are going to do the cover art, which we did. Are we going to we going to say the unique concept? Yes, I think we should. Before I break into the frogmen, we start puking. Yeah, hold off on the frogmen for just a second there. <laughs> I can do that. Um, so you have heard the name "Speak with Plants." You know that this is an Iron Fang invasion campaign with Chris, Tim, myself, Griffin, Plan, and Tui, Haley GMing, but. Why is it called Speak With Plants? That's a pretty obscure spell to call your show after, right? 
Au contraire, Griffin, <laughs> what is the hook? The hook is that we're all Leshy's baby. That's right, baby. <laughs> so we are all playing Leshy characters. And we, are, we will continue to play Leshy characters if our characters die, yep. or at least characters that have the plant subtype. Yep. So when Goran comes out, it's on the table, mm -hmm. and Kanrasu is also on the table. So, so that's it. I know somebody made a joke, plants versus hobbies. Plants versus gobbies or hobbies. Uh, play, yeah. Yeah. So we are all going to be playing some variant of a Leshy. Mm -hmm. We're all going to be plants fighting off hobgoblin invaders in <laughs> Myrmethos. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh boy. The beauty of this, and, and I think this is why we had this idea, is that Iron Fang Invasion, at least in part, mm is a wilderness adventure. It came out when Ultimate Wilderness came out. That was the supplement for this adventure path. And there's a good bit of it that's a wilderness adventure, as far as I'm led to believe. And like, what better way to play around with the wilderness than being just a ragtag group of leshies? What a counterpoint. What I will say is how we came up with this idea is we didn't know what adventure path we were going to play. And I said, I don't care what we're playing. I'm going to play a sentient pine tree as the pine leshy when we were drinking one night and we came when we decided on the adventure path. And then when we were talking about what everyone was going to play, we made jokes about all playing leshies. And then we're like, actually, that might be fun. And now we're all plants, baby. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, so I think this adventure, while it, we are branching into a full adventure path for the first time for a full adventure, I'm not running it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to have the heart and soul of Link Legacy, although Link Legacy isn't going anywhere. It's going to be more serious because it's long term. But like you can tell with this concept already, we're looking to have a lot of fun with it. And when yeah. I think about having a lot of fun with character concepts and with the story and with the just with the adventure as a whole, I think of Dead Sons because I think of Haley as a GM and her GM style is so suited to us having radical adventures kind of. Right. Her, her middle name might as well be Roll with the Punches. Exactly. Like, we we goof off and she's like, OK, but now I'm going to make that a fucking awesome story. Yeah, exactly. And I think when we were trying to decide on the adventure and decide on the style and decide on on all of these different things, we really wanted to play something that suited the GM and we were really looking for someone other than me to run something that they were really passionate about. We had a couple of options, but when it came to running something that felt like the legacy that Link Legacy has left in the Patreon feed, I think it makes sense that Haley runs that. And so like, mm -hmm. we're so excited for that. Obviously we're gonna talk a little bit because I think you guys have already passed that goal about what the future of Link Legacy is. So I don't think the rotating GMs are going anywhere. But for this one, it just makes a ton of sense that Haley runs us through this. And she's super excited about the adventure. So triple whammy. Steve, are you good? I'm doing great. <laughs> you about to Actually, hurt? Actually, what is this frogman seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> Smell it. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh my god. I, I can't. 
I can't. That's so bad. What is that? Oh my god, it's like spicy and it tastes like dirt. What is that, dude? Let's keep the gagging down. I can't. I, I'm trying. It's so fucking foul. Everybody wants a description. It's got fucking heat. It's got pepper in there. It is it hot. It smells like somebody shit it Taco Bell. That turned my stomach so violently, dude. As the man who runs Link Legacy... Or, oh, God, no fucking Christ. Uh, Zone of Truth, I got to put my foot down. Neither of us can be forced to drink that with a $100 donation. I, I can't <laughs> allow that to happen. That sucks. That is so fucking foul. That is... Uh, <laughs> that's like habanero yard waste. That is... But like rotten. Honestly, I'm not even gonna ask Kaylee to drink it, because I know it's coming right back up if that happens. I mean, all right. Well, she's right here, bud. The the second Frogman can is I'm I'm popping that right now. The next the next goal we're gonna talk about what Griffin and I are playing on this Speak with Plant show. We're eventually gonna get to listener questions, right? I haven't heard any in the chat yet, but yes. I didn't know I was supposed to wait for those. If there if there are any in the chat, yeah, we can we can do them. It's the same thing. It's legitimately just the same. So I'll take a sip. Multiple people. Well, actually, Chris has been very big on don't demand they finish that. So don't worry. People agree. In fact, I did get one question. Can we demand they pour that one down the drain? Please. Yeah, you know that they have to finish it. <laughs> I gotta try it one more time. No, Griffin! It's not as bad on the second try. I just, I think the surprise is what made me gag. It is. I think the surprise is what made me gag. Truly horrific. But we we signed up for bad. I just, I thought we were signing up with a silver lining, and there's not much of a silver lining in these. No. Yeah, so I think we don't do anything with those. That's fine. I think nobody wants that. Literally, nobody wants it. If it was spicy or if it tasted like shit, I'd be okay. But it is both of those things. And that's just such a fucking hard sell. It's, it's pretty That's tough. really rough. Sorry. Um, but- in their place, I'll I'll take a, you know, if you want me to, you want me to take a screwball shot or something, or a Lord shot, I'll do that. I'd, I'd rather do that 10 times over. Than I was going to say, uh, I, people have asked, um, could you replace it potentially with such? We could. We have them in the fridge. They're also horrible. But I I thought, you know, that would be a good $3,000 gold, not realizing that these would be the someone, literal worst thing in a can. Someone has placed a demand. Sure. What's, what's the that? demand is to get rid of them by someone who deserves donate, the demand. Somebody so donated. Steve has said. Steve no. Yannis said? Yes. Okay. You know what? You know what? Yeah. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. All right, they're, they're off gone. the table. We're not going to discuss them any they're longer. Gone. Probably the most well-liked man in every forum. If he says they're gone, they're out of <laughs> he here. He also donated to they're do that. Of course he did. I know he did. I but, saw. By the way, yes, yeah, Steve got us absolutely out of control how uh, fucking generous that man was. Before we even started the stream, donated so much to Speak for the Unspoken. Truly didn't have to do that. Just a, 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 really, a really good... I mean, it's, really li- it's literally like, like, I mean, all of you, like the, the amount that has been donated tonight so generous. is like unnecessary surgery for an animal. Like, it's yeah. like, 
you know, you're probably saving an animal's life tonight. We're having a time. We're goofing around, drinking shitty seltzers and talking about shows that we're going to do soon in the future. But like all of the money that you're donating is going to a fabulous cause that we have firsthand experience with. So thank you. I guess I'll keep going on this bubble gum. We did hit that oh, $1,000. Oh, perfect timing, by the way, oh, guys. Go um, I got a notice from Speak for the Unspoken, which is that uh, Brooklyn is one of the dogs, and she's got the zoomies and has seizures, so she's epileptic. But Brooklyn, all the fosters are, are matching all the donations today up to 1000 So you guys just helped <laughs> another 1000 actually go oh, that's to awesome. Speak. I was going to say it earlier, but we blew by... I'm personally going to match the first 500, but we've already completely destroyed that. Hell yeah. Um, so it's not a goal. It's just, you know, again, I care about this organization like you guys do, or I guess like you guys care about us. So, so that's really awesome. Yeah, it's uh, really exciting because you guys donated again tonight. And I know that we're doing a small drive for Brooklyn, but also you guys did guarantee that thousand uh, dollar match. That's fantastic. All right, well, tell you what, at the $1,000 goal, we were planning on revealing the cover art for the show. We did that. We are the unconventional hook, which we did. But we also wanted to play the theme song. So how about we play the theme song and then let's take a five minute break to use the restroom, refresh drinks if you all need to at home, because we are at about an hour for the stream. And then we're going to come back. We're going to drink a couple more of these. We're going to answer some questions. We have lots of more cool stuff to announce. Truthfully, you're going to want to come back after the break because we got really cool stuff to announce but let's make that happen but let's do the theme okay. song after the break like that's what we'll oh, come sure. back to that's fine yeah so let's take five right now we will be back i see the clock is nine seventeen. it's gonna be nine twenty two when we come back and we're gonna do the theme song we're gonna drink more seltzers and uh we're gonna keep revealing cool shit see you soon oh what up and we're back Okay, how about we hear that song then? God. Oof. Yeah, I took a sip off that cola. That's some rough times. I'm okay with the cola, I think. I really don't like this one, but I think that's the other trick. Yeah, I, I hard disagree. The cola is a, is a rough, well, rough time. Uh, during the break, we did pour out the two uh, egregious seltzers I, uh, on Steve Geddes' request. Thank you so much for your donation and from uh, making us drink one of the worst seltzers so, so, I've ever had. So I do, I do need to I do need to tell you this because I sure. pour, I poured them out in the bathroom. Okay, they were lime like not lime, but like have you seen Slime Time Live on Nickelodeon? Yes, they were that color. The color of that slime was the color of that seltzer. 
it like was irradiated. It glowed. Disconcerting that I have that in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Even a little bit. Yeah. Haley, uh, you got to say something? Yeah, I just want to uh, clarify some donation stuff because yeah. I I was keeping tallies and some people went in so quickly in advance that I missed them and I felt bad. So uh, Kraut and Human Bean all have also donated as well as the Campbells just donated. Um, and we are up to $2,227. Oh my God. Well, all right. So that is... Uh, oh shit, that's almost, we're almost at uh, me, me telling uh, everybody what we're actually running for the next Link Legacy. Yes, we are so it's damn like close scoop. to that, that final goal there. Well, no, the final goal is the Sesh Seltzer's at, uh, at 3,000. I guess that's true. I mean, that's the real reach. Um, well, the other thing... That I don't know, I, we have a lot of good-hearted people. They probably don't want to get us there. But do they love animals more than they love us is the question. That's the thing. That's now, the I have uh, been asked to also maybe share some of my GM style oh, yeah, on sure. stream. Yeah, um, so I don't know do. when or if when we want to do that. We don't have to do it right this minute. I just, uh, that's another thing that it we can It sounds like a listener share. question that yeah. you should answer, Haley. If, if, oh, right uh, now. <laughs> well, well, I'll say if you're ready to answer that question right now, go ahead. If you want to take some time to think about it and then deliver your answer, we can drink more of these awful seltzers. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I can go ahead and talk about my GM style a little bit and generally what I'm doing. So my style in general, I really like to kind of let the players drive a little bit and I help keep them engaged into the story as well as integrate their character into the story in, in a way that makes sense. So I've been spending time already with everybody um, who sent me anything about their character, trying to make sure that they work into the story all the way through the books, not just starting. So I have been reading through all of the books. Uh, I've been changing the way things are going because some parts of Iron Thing are maybe not written the way I love. Um, so <laughs> I am changing things actively and I'm working through and kind of trying to build a really cohesive story that the players will feel like they own a lot while also acknowledging that I'm helping build that framework so that they can own it. Um, and that's really what I'm trying to do. Uh, if that means some homebrew stuff that might happen, and I would say I'm doing a lot of these conversions. There's a couple conversions out there, but nothing complete. And so some things are changing because I'm converting it to 2E and sometimes I'm doing that myself and I might just pick something that sounds like it makes more sense versus the maybe flat conversion. So kind of doing a, a little bit of mix of straight iron thing and adding in a lot of stuff. So I really, really like to let the players drive the story and I build a framework though. Yeah, you've definitely heard it a little bit with Pablo Sampales and also Realm of the Fell Knight Queen. Haley is very, very good at rolling with the punches of kooky character stuff. I'm very excited what she's going to be bringing to this new show full time. Six fucking books. She ran us, uh, most of us. You mean Chris of the through uh, yeah. through Dead Sons in its entirety in Starfinder and. Boy, those are some of my most treasured TTRPG memories. Yeah, the, like, uh, the Hams uh, yeah. pyramid. B building towers. 
I was a big old Vesk that had an artillery cannon just being dumb and shooting stuff. And I was just having the time of my life. The amount so. of times I got a little too drunk, just like guys do stuff I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said yes to. Yeah. That was also problematic. They could, can't ask me for things at the end of the night because these Expect were like that Iron Fang, Friday baby. night games. No, don't. <laughs> Iron, Iron Fang will be a legitimate AP. It'll be not, legit. That shit's not legit. happening. Oh, yeah. we're going to sneak some by. It's not happening. All right. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm still going to try. <laughs> do we have any other seltzers to like taste? Or no, we, we just, don't. Like, wait, that uh, was all 12. Okay, so, uh, so uh, what else do we have to discuss? Then we, we hit the $1,000. Uh, we have to discuss um, your and my characters. That was the $1,500 goal. Yes. So I'll start with mine. And then if you want to do yours, that would be great. Sure. Um, when we were talking about what Leshies were going to play, I definitely wanted to play the Pine Tree Leshy because I love pine trees. So that is the version that I'm going to play. Um, I don't know what my background is going to be, but my my class is going to be a monk. I haven't played one I'm of those. I'm hyped for you to play a monk. I'm so excited because the last time that I played a monk was uh, when Haley GM me. Mr. Serpent. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, fuck, it's Australian, it's, wasn't yeah, it? It's, uh, I don't want to do that with Steve Geddes No, <laughs> it, put your hands. It's a more Australian fact. Mr. Serpent. Yeah, so that was the last time I played a monk. I'm not going to do a very stereotypical Australian accent for uh, for this character. I have my accent picked out. I'm not going to debut it tonight because I still have a little bit of work to do. But I'm playing a pine tree leshy. I'm playing a monk. And then I believe that the free archetype that I'm going to pick is going to be wrestler because I want to grab people and pin them down. Griffin, I know you are super excited about the character that you're going to play. So if you want to let the listeners know what's happening, go right ahead. Now, I can't give 100% of him away right now, but I can give some details because some will be revealed in the story, including I'm not taking one free archetype. I'm taking two archetypes. I'm double archetyping. Mm. Um, but I am playing a gourd leshy pumpkin head character. Ooh, okay. Who has the Ifrit versatile heritage. So I will be kind of about the fire and flames, uh, the fire that keeps the jack-o'-lantern lit. And I'm going to be playing a gunslinger with the thaumaturge dedication. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you need a character that knows about the enemies we're going to fight. I'll know about what we're going to fight, but I'll be able to shoot it better. And I kind of thought here that Gunslinger is a rarely used option for the Iron Fang invasion adventure path because it is so wilderness-based. But the thing about 2nd Edition is it makes it much easier to be a Gunslinger than it was in 1st Edition, especially from early levels. You can build your ammunition out of a lot of things. And so I'm really excited to play this character. I know I gave Gunslinger a really low rating in our class rating thing, and it is still a class that's fantasy is something I've always wanted to play long-term. I just love the idea. I personally love the idea of this pumpkin head guy in a bolero hat with a, you know, poncho duster, just like, Pulling out a dueling pistol and Fuck bop, yeah. bop, bop. <laughs> yep. You know, I just, I, it's, it's something that I'm big into high numbers. You've always known this. I really like martial characters. Second edition is, has blown first edition out of the water for me because I'm a huge martial character fan and it's done martial characters the justice they deserve. And Thaumaturge is something that I, I've always, 
you know, since its inception, I was like, that's such a cool class. It's, now, it's, it's funny because like when Dark Archive was coming out, it was like the two classes are going to be Psychic and Thaumaturge. And I was like, I have to play a Psychic. And you were like, interesting. I have to play a Thaumaturge. Yeah. Like, so I'm not going to go all the way yeah. in, but I am going to go. Like, the, the, it's like it was one book with two classes and it was like for Steven Griffin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I, the Gunslinger, I just really want to be good at yeah. what I do. And I'm taking another archetype. So I'm really going to kind of spread myself thin on class feats, but I'm taking another archetype. I can't tell you guys about it because it's going to be unveiled yeah. through the story. And I'm so excited for it. That's nice. I would appreciate if, you know, you spread your shirt a little thin and popped off a couple buttons because that's, we, that's we, a, we have gotten a lot of donations tonight. Yeah, but that's a, you know, that's a request. That's by request. Mm. I didn't, I didn't, uh, mm. I didn't sign up for the, for the button game, right? Uh, we got the listener question. Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. Finders asked, what alternate rules will you be using? Correct me if I'm wrong, Haley, but I believe the same alternate rules we're using in Bestow Curse. Yep. So the free archetype rule, the ancestral paragon rule, and the, what is it? The one where you level your, yeah, your your stat progression goes up every level. The only alternate rule that Haley gave us, and this is because we're all playing Leshies, is that we can utilize a Leshy heritage and a versatile heritage. So to keep us diverse, like my Gord Leshy thing, for instance, the benefit that a Gord Leshy gets, I can use, and I can also use the benefit of being an Ifrit. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to, I can still be a Gord Leshy for all intents and purposes and for feats and that kind of thing. So that's one really fun thing that I think, you know, we're all kind of hyped to use just yeah. because it's like, the best part of a Leshy is the heritages <laughs> because they're so cool and they're so flavorful and fun. But by the same token, like we all kind of have to take a versatile heritage just to flesh this party out because we're all going to be Leshies. So I think that's the only variation on the Bestow Curse rules that we're using. And it's really just that heritage at level one thing where it's like, I think I get the like, I can pull stuff out of my head faster, but I'm also an Ifrit. Mm -hmm. All right. So that all said and done, it's getting a little late in the session. Haley, where are we at with our donations tonight? Uh, we are we're at two thousand two hundred and twenty seven without any company matches. Okay, so when we broke two thousand, that what we wanted to do was talk about the future of Link Legacy because even though this show is going to replace that, that uh, there's still Doesn't going to be Link a future Legacy for the show. Away. So, Griff, how about you tell us what's happening to that show? Sure. So, Link Legacy is going to move in front of the Patreon wall, and it's going to be a stream show. So Link Legacy will be streamed every other week. I mean, kind of the same Link Legacy you guys have come to love, where we're going to rotate GMs and we're going to rotate modules that we're playing, but we're going to do that on this Twitch. So this Twitch stream is going to get a lot more love (laughs) than Mm -hmm. once every uh, one and a half years. We're going to start using it a little bit more frequently. And that move has kind of happened because... We have so many great friends in the TTRPG and the podcasting industry that it didn't feel right starting to try and bring them into that show if it was Patreon exclusive. What we're going to do here is start to branch out. So we're going to start to invite guests on the show that you know will be able to bring their own character to a full module and play it. 
The only thing I will say is that you as patrons that have subscribed and gotten Link Legacy are still going to get benefits. You're going to get the audio feed of Link Legacy cut down and rehashed as, you know, a... Like a, a no, a, a no on, pause. On the RSS yeah, yeah, exactly. A no pause is essentially a um, a better, cleaner audio experience. So we're gonna release that for you guys. It's gonna be at a different cadence than it is right now, just because Speak with Plants is gonna take the Link Legacy cadence, mm-hmm. but uh, but it it will still still be a biweekly thing. So we're really excited to keep Link Legacy going because I. <laughs> It's one of the most fun things we've done. Yeah. Even even if it doesn't, you know, make us the Johnny Millionaire bucks, I think it's been something that I've loved to do on the Patreon, and I would love for more people to hear it because I think it's just us at our most loose and our most creative with our characters, I'd say. Yeah. So I, and creative in the sense that I know this character is only going to live for 12 or 20 or whatever episodes, so I really want to make them stand out. And maybe this wouldn't be a character that I'd put in a full adventure path, but it's something that you guys get to see. And in that way, Link Legacy has been so much fun. We like have an opportunity to goof around, but like still take it very seriously. I think we said twenty five hundred dollars. We're gonna talk about talk what about we're the gonna next be adventure doing there and, uh, at and who's Link running Legacy it, etc. But all that fun stuff. I don't think we're there quite yet, but I'm gonna keep drinking this what's it called fucking like is that, bubble, is that one that you're uh, i think it's the bubblegum chupacabra drink uh no it's been a while since i've had someone to ask me to drink anything yeah, i haven't been i've been told finish, yeah uh, H- Haley, if there's anything we need to do if there's any questions i think this is a good time for us to answer any of those yeah anyone want to ask some questions mm-hmm. i think you should pull up some of the uh some of the dredges oh yeah i mean we do have other questions old uh questions. steve yep y- uh you got a demand uh-oh. Okay. Is it Do one you, of my ex-lovers? No. Oh. Uh, n- no. God. You know. uh, Steve, you need to finish the other cola from Corey. Oh, but... But but why? Like, it may... She donated enough to, to demand two times. She already got the, three, of my, cola, yeah. three of my buttons. <laughs> She's grabbed three of my buttons and now I'm drinking oh, cool. a cola. Double fisting cola seltzers. This is... Uh, oh, wait, you have both colas? Yeah. Do you have to finish both? Yeah. Well, actually, actually, no, no. You chose I, the one. You picked I mean, one to I, No, drink. I just grabbed one and drank. Okay, well, why don't you finish the lighter one? Uh, yeah. How about you take care of this one? I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I'm. They haven't asked me to finish it, but you know, you got to finish that one. I'll finish whatever they ask me to. How about a question? <laughs> Anyone have any questions? I have a question, Steve. The why cola you, is fucking. Why aren't you drinking that faster? Because it is. Awful. <laughs> you want to bring those old questions up? Uh, yeah, we sure. did say we do a little. We, yeah, we, little we got house, old questions. House, we do a little house cleaning if uh, if you guys weren't coming up with questions. So I think we still got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I haven't vetted these at all. Oh, I haven't been informed of any of them either. So this is gonna be real off the cuff. Is there a Paizo module that you would love to run slash play? For me, it's the Ruby Phoenix tournament, hands down. This comes from Buster Knuckle, and we probably got this question about four years ago. Oof, I don't know. We are playing in an off-pod game of Reign of Winter, which is a phenomenal weird AP. Each one of the adventure paths has something strange. I think he's talking about modules, though. Oh. The shorter stuff. Fuck. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll talk about modules. You know, you know, for for hair, we talked about doing something crazy and doing ire of the storm and the drown something. 
whatever the two-parter that is in Sargava and Soddenlands. I've read both of those adventures and they're both really awesome. One day that would be fun to run, but not today. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Plunder and Peril. If you are a podcaster and you like adventures that are pirate themed, hit me up. We might have something to do on Link Legacy later. There you go. <laughs> so I would love to run that one. We have a bunch of donations that came in. Oh, oh God. And a bunch Gripes. of questions. Okay. okay. Good. So number one, we got a donation with the demand. Mm-hmm. Griffin needs to finish the not sure what flavor can. Okay. That's from Eric. Mm-hmm. Thank oh. you, Eric. <laughs> so then hang on. Let's see. We got another donation from Ellie. Thank you. She asked if that's proper place. If you are listening, yes, it is the proper place. Please tell us if you have a demand. There's that. Or don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do that. Demand whatever you want from us. Now, um, we do have questions, which are... So there's some questions that I blocked. We're not doing those. Oh, yeah? God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little too sexy for you. Yeah. Rez has asked, what's your favorite flower? Ooh. That's an interesting question. Hmm. Uh, I like uh, I like lilies. Okay. They're a little macabre, which is to my taste, because they're often a funeral flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think they're really, like, the pure white is, like, a really pretty thing in nature that you don't often get. And it's just, like, you know, I, I think lilies take a lot of care to grow properly. Um, when I was growing up, um, every spring there was a house that had amazing tulips all over, like, the entire front yard, the entire backyard, and it was, like, on the way back and forth from the school that me and my brother went to. So it was like, I saw that every day for like a season and that was really special. My favorite flower today is the, the violet looking flower that's growing through the crack in the concrete in front of my garage. That might be uh, what I was going to say is a secondary flower. It might be a crocus. I love crocuses because they're kind of, they're like an annual, I think okay. they pop up every year. They don't take a lot to grow. They're almost almost weed-like in that way. But my yard in my childhood home would just become purple from these crocuses. Oh, hell yeah. And it, it wasn't in any other yard. It was just my yard would just get purple from crocuses. And, you know, my parents never planted anything. I don't even know that you can get, like, crocus seeds. They're just, like, this really pretty little purple flower. They're, like, this big. They're tiny. Yeah. And... And it just, when it's on a lawn, it just looks beautiful because the lawn turns that like green and purple. Um, How lovely. What else we got going on here? That was a long time than I thought it'd be. Steve Geddes has asked, how much do the players know about Iron Fang Invasion? Hmm. I I would say me and Steve probably know the most and that's, you know, the, the first, the real first part and that it is like, there's a part that's wilderness themed. I do want to come out and say that I have read the first two books of Iron Fang because I thought we weren't going to finish the campaign. So I started reading it. And then when I realized or we were actually going to play it again, I stopped reading. I did read the first two books, but Iron Fang is one of those APs where the first couple books are one thing and I'm sure it grows into something larger. Yeah. So I want to be very clear. I have read the first two books, but there are six total. So we trust you to role play it appropriately. Yeah. I haven't read any of it. I just I just kind of know that it has, you know, the war against the hobgoblins. I know that there are fey elements. I know that there's just from Haley geeking out about like 
reading stuff, it's like there's a ton of different types of enemies. So it feels like being a ranger with favorite enemy in first edition would be actually kind of tough in this adventure, which you wouldn't think mm -hmm. because it's supposed to be the war against the hobgoblins, but uh, apparently it is. I think as all of us know, in some respect with second edition, we kind of know how it ends, at least with the good outcome. So, you know, I know that the hobgoblins have their own kind of nation that isn't combative with the rest of the world. <laughs> so the war is over. Uh, beyond that, I really don't know much. But guess what? I'm a bad boy, so I don't know if we're getting those good outcomes. Yeah, we might we'll not. see. Why don't we just kill them with plants? That's right. All right, I have a question you have to answer fast. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. What's your quick punny plant name? Go by Bippy. Oh, uh, we we were talking about uh, Spruce Magoose. We were talking about being a part of uh, part of like a war. Uh, yeah. So mine was Stonefruit Jackson. There you go. Yep. I'm I'm gonna stick with Spruce. Or, <laughs> well, we were talking about we were talking about the Civil War in particular. So it was like Robert yep. E. Weed. Oh well, yeah. There's, there's Robert E. Leaf. There's no uh, yeah. There's there, there's no marijuana leshies in this party. Robert E. Leaf. <laughs> we got another donation with the demand and. Yeah, um, but it's a little different. Have we cleared the twenty five hundred dollars? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, let me see where where are we at now. Haley, you gotta keep them informed. Yeah, we're at two thousand two hundred fifty seven. Okay. No, sorry, two thousand five hundred and twenty seven. I, I got those. Oh numbers. shit! Backwards. It sounded like we're supposed very to announce something we at, at twenty five. We we decided we were going to do something at twenty five hundred, yes, right? We did, um, and yeah, we, we will should do that. But but let's let's get through this yeah. demand first. Right. Yeah, let's take care of the demand, and then let's yeah. uh, announce the something really fucking cool. The demand is kind of for later, actually. Okay. Oh, God. Well, should we announce the? Well, no. It's I can. I'll tell you right now. Okay. The demand is from Nathaniel. Oh and he, he said, Christ. next time we hang out, shots of Everclear all around. You scoundrel. <laughs> Force my hand and on Everclear. And he immediately shot. sent what looks to be a dancing emoji in the chat. So, <laughs> mm. Several squids later. All I'll say to Nathaniel is, <laughs> DM me and you, you live in Columbus. We're going out tonight. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know. But yeah, so we have cleared the $2,500 We have ever tier, cleared the $2,500 tier. Which means that we need to talk about what's going to happen to Link Legacy. So we've talked about that a little bit, yeah. but what adventure are we going to play in this new format? Here's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The first thing we're doing out the gates on Link Legacy is also kind of an undertaking. Mm -hmm. uh, so much like an adventure path is an undertaking. Malevolence was our first undertaking in 64 pages. I'm going to be running the new crown of the Kobold King adventure path uh, on stream through Foundry. Uh, and every book of that adventure, we're going to have a rotating cast. So I'm pretty excited for that because uh, not all of the cast will rotate. But we're, we're definitely going to have new guests on for at least each adventure. And I'm thrilled to play through that classic adventure. I, <laughs> you guys can probably tell because I ran um, Carnival of Tears. I've been wanting to run Hungry Are the Dead. I'm going to get the chance to do that with this. This will be nice because it's three different adventures converted mm -hmm. to second edition. And what this will enable us to do is bring in 
some folks for the first part and then yep. carry some of those folks, but not maybe the entire cast who are not able to do the second part. And then we'll be able to carry some folks over to the third. It's just like we'll be able to get new blood into the HLP and new blood into, you know, like streaming and us as an organization. Um, I'm super excited about this. Uh, it's going to be really fucking cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to allow us to get some people that aren't local to Columbus to mm -hmm. play in the game. And I think we're going to get to see somebody that we haven't seen for a long time, Steve. Have we cleared that? I can't that's remember. That's the skull. That's oh, this one. that's the skull. That's this one. All right. Well, I guess we're getting about there and uh, we're probably getting close to the end of the stream here. There's there's nothing else that we need to announce. So I'll close it down with this. Y'all love Link Legacy and y'all love all of the different characters that we have brought to it. I could not think of a more appropriate time to bring back a fan favorite character to crown of the Cobalt King. It's a Cobalt King, baby. Why not bring back Comstock Paddywhacker? <laughs> That's right, Intui. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be the first module or part two or part three or whatever, but I will be returning to Link Legacy, find out what happens to a classic goofy ass Cobalt than in Crown of the Cobalt King. So he's coming back. I'm so fucking excited. Oh, Comstock. Comstock, baby. Are you just Con 8 again? Probably yes. <laughs> I, I will never forget when we started this and uh, I said I had 36 hit points and you said, oh, well, he's not going to make it. And yet he did. So he is going. I said, there's no way. There's what no way he's about? making it. So he's going to make the port over to Tui. I'm so excited. To be fair, in first edition, a kobold was actually a very punishing choice because I think you took. The Bushwhacker archetype. Yeah. Well, I think you took in, in cumulative like minus six plus two to your stats or something. Yeah, it was it was, it was ridiculously really bad. And now that they're kind of a main race in two E, you should actually be very confident. I hope so. I mean, I would think so. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I see. I haven't built kinda... him yet. I just promised that I was going to do him. I yeah. didn't actually put kind of. I don't there. really want to build him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. We are doing Crown of the Cobalt King. Comstock Paddywhacker will be returning. And I think that so will Falcon's Hollow. So will Falcon's and, Hollow. Uh, you know, and all the fun around Falcon's Hollow because it is it's one of those locales in Galarian that gets touched by a ton of modules and no adventure pass, really. And uh, a lot of people forget about it, but there's so much stuff in Falcon's Hollow. Yeah, well. From Carnival of Tears to, you know, all these three adventures in Crown of the Cobalt King. There's just a lot that happens. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, we don't have any more things to announce. I mean, we got a lot more to announce, but we're not going to do that tonight. But that's all the stuff that we were planning to announce. And thank you so much all for your generous donations. Well, we weren't even gonna. We weren't even gonna, except, except because the donations were so generous. We, we were forced to announce yeah, we were stuff. forced. <laughs> um, you, you ran through our whole entire announcement path before the stream started so but yeah thank you for all of your donations i this has been an absolutely fantastic birthday of myself i'll speak for Haley too she had a great time i think uh, she, I got next. I she got an axe she's happy yeah she got an axe i'm really happy all right well i hope you all have a fantastic night a fantastic weekend we raised over 2500 dollars that blows my fucking mind you all are saints <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I mean, thank truthfully. you so much. This is for for a, a a charity that we know firsthand is legit. It's incredible because it's they're great. You know, they're, it's a small charity, and to raise twenty five hundred dollars for them is like you know one of these massive charities raising like two million. Yeah, it's it's like that big, big of an for impact them. for them. They yeah. don't get that kind of money every day, and it's huge. So thank you guys so much. I truly hope you are all excited at the same level that we are for the future of HLP because the things that we announced tonight are things that we've been cooking for a while and are super passionate about and cannot wait to start putting pen to paper for. So um, I guess at that, you'll see all of our leshies soon. You'll see Comstock coming back soon and you succeeded your will save. You made it out of the zone of truth. And you know what? You'll find out what's happening after carrying crown soon, <laughs> but not now. Later. Finish your drinks. We'll see you next week. All right, later. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs>